Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, that's 800-747-3733, title sponsors from day number one, no, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. 
Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Thursday, the 6th of April. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast, however you're listening to us. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that fun stuff. I really appreciate it. Appreciate everybody who's been with us, especially from day number one, our title sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733 if you've been involved in an accident. You make sure you call 911 first, then you get an attorney on the phone immediately when you call Anajar and Levine. Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, I'm not sending you to anybody else because there's no need to go see anybody else. Let them get you the money that you deserve no matter what kind of accident you were involved in. You're dealing with an injury, Anajar and Levine accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE. They will take care of it for you. So, we got a lot going on here today. Very meaningful NBA tonight as the season is wrapping up this weekend. Very meaningful NHL tonight as the season is wrapping up in a week from tonight. Playoff implications on the line for both of our teams. You had the Marlins yesterday. They won a series. They scored more than a run. A pair of home runs from Jorge Soler. The team's off today. They're on the road tomorrow for the first time this year. They got a weekend series against the New York Mets. So the Marlins won 5-2 yesterday. Jesus Lizardo has looked money so far this season. So back-to-back, tremendous performances from Alcantara and Lizardo. And the Mar- they, they, Marlins broke out the whooping stick yesterday. Five whole runs. They beat the Twins 5-2 yesterday. So there you have it. We're going to talk to Jared Greenberg from NBA on TNT. He's got the sidelines tonight. He's reporting from Heat and Sixers this evening. We'll certainly talk a lot about that, all right? But first, first thing I want to get to here. Went to the movies yesterday. You know how this goes. With my older son, we like to see a lot of the horror movies, all right? We go to the theater for those. My younger son, we see all the superhero movies together and the animated movies. And my younger son is way into Nintendo. Loves video games. Way into Super Smash Brothers. All those characters. So... Super Mario Brothers came out. Now, they came out. Now, you you know the way this goes. Movies used to come out on a Friday. Then you could see the midnight premiere, because that's technically Friday on Thursday night. Then movies started to come out. All right, let's just make it 8 p.m. on Thursday night. Now, 
You could see movies in the afternoon on Thursday. Well, Super Mario Brothers has taken it to another level. Wednesday afternoon is when they release the movie. Now, does that have anything to do with Easter weekend? I don't know. But it's such cheating by these movies, by these studios, because they want to get that massive opening weekend number. Well, you're going to get a massive number when it's not just three days. Now it's five days. So, but what the hell do I care? So Super Mario Brothers came out yesterday. Yeah, me and my son. Actually, I ended up taking both boys because my older one's on vacation right now for Passover break. But we went to see Super Mario Brothers yesterday. I've had the tickets for weeks, obviously. And the movie's fun. Like, there's no way. And and look, Nintendo came out. I think I was five years old, five or six years old. So there's a huge nostalgia factor. Like, I'm into seeing the Mario Brothers movie. And I understood pretty much everything that was... I mean, my younger son, oh my god, he knew everything. Every nook and cranny about the movie, he understands. But from from the theme, from the music, from the instrumentals, to the characters, to funny lines. Like, there's one line where Mario is going to meet up with the princess in the movie. And the toadstools who are guarding the princess, they tell Mario... We're sorry, but the princess is in another castle. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's funny. I get that joke. I understand that. I was a little kid. You beat, you know, the the fourth world, and it's not the real Bowser. And then they tell you, I'm sorry, the princess is in another castle. Oh, I get that joke. That's funny. So there was little stuff like that in the movie, which I really enjoyed. There's no way that you're not going to like the movie. All right. Now, the critics on Rotten Tomatoes, last I checked, was 53%. The audience score, 96%. Audiences love it. So, there's nothing not to like about it. The movie's a lot of fun. There was one thing going into Super Mario Brothers where they don't have accents. You know, there was, from what I understand, there was some pushback where, because Chris Pratt plays the voice of Mario. You're not Italian. You don't have Italian accent. They totally give an explanation as to why Mario and Luigi do not have Italian accents. They address that immediately. And I, and I really dug the way that they, you know, the whole origin story, all of it, I thought it was a cool little background that they gave the characters. I really liked how they did that. The one thing that I would say about the movie that I didn't like, and it's not something about the movie, actually. Super Mario Brothers is a good example of why I don't like watching trailers. You know, when the new superhero movie comes out, I, I I try not to watch any trailers. I want everything to be a total surprise. I want to know nothing except for what I know. And this movie is a good example of why I feel that way. I felt like I saw most of the movie from the trailers. The movie is good. It's, it's a lot of fun. Really enjoyable. But I think I would have enjoyed it more if I didn't see any trailers. Or maybe I saw part of one. But if I didn't see any trailers, I would have definitely enjoyed the movie even more. Because I feel like I saw the whole movie. You know, I'm not going to say it's one of those movies where they use all the good jokes, all the good scenes are in the trailer, but it's close to that. Felt close. So that's not a problem with the movie. The movie's good. But I wish I didn't see any trailers. I wish I went into the movie practically blind. As to what was going to happen, who's going to be in it, and all that good stuff. There's, look, there, there's a lot that you didn't see in the trailers. Like, Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong I thought was really fun. But, I, I, that's my only, that's the only negative that I came away from it. And if that's the case, I mean, look, maybe that's on me, you know. It certainly doesn't mean it's not a good movie. But, that, that's the only, that's the only drawback I found. Otherwise... You know, I know people were messaging me on Twitter. Zazlo, is it good? Should I see it? First of all, you know I save my movie review for the next day. But also the answer is, yeah, you should go see it. Of course. There's no way you're walking out. Oh, the movie sucked. There's no way. Like, you know, if you think the movie's not good, you went into it not wanting to like it. There's no way. It's, I feel the same way about the Fast and the Furious movies. And I've only seen a couple of them. But you go see Fast and the Furious, it's ridiculous if you walk outside and like it. What, what didn't you like? What was not to like? Was it not everything you thought it was going to be? If you don't like a movie like that, you're going into it wanting to not like it. Same thing with this Super Mario Brothers. Really enjoyed it. Fun movie. Theater was packed on a Wednesday afternoon. Packed. So, 
Go see Super Mario Brothers. Really enjoyed that. If you got the kids, you'll like it. If you're around my age, I'm 42 years old. I've, I've been I played Nintendo from the day it came out, you know. And if you if you were a Nintendo kid, and you, you obviously meant you were you Super Mario Brothers player, you're gonna really enjoy the movies. You know, it's got stuff Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Two, Super Mario Three. You know, the OG Mario uh, games. And Super Mario Kart's featured pretty prominently in the movie as well. You're going to really take... Uh, Jack Black as Bowser. I thought what they did with Bowser was really funny. Like, not serious at all. There were times he was serious, but... There were, Jack Black played it perfect. I really dug it. So, anyway, there you go. Go see Super Mario Brothers if you got kids. Or if you're a Nintendo kid, you were a Nintendo kid like I was. Hey, before we continue on here... Good opportunity for me to tell you guys about Sheets and Giggles. I love that Sheets and Giggles is on Zaslow Show 2.0. Tremendous reaction when I told you guys that Sheets and Giggles is on board. If you're not of one of the over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles right now, that's on you. You're missing out. Because I've been telling you now for a couple weeks, uh, they've been on Levitard Show, the Greg Cody podcast with Greg Cody. Sheets and Giggles now, Zaslow Show 2.0. I've been telling you... The softest, most comfortable, most breathable sheets I've ever had in my life. For the rest of my life now, I'm a Sheets and Giggles customer. My son has it. My son Jordan has Sheets and Giggles on his bed. My older son Corey's got Sheets and Giggles on his bed. It's the, be- it's the most comfortable comforter I've ever had in my life. It's heavy, but it's soft, and it's cool, and it's breathable. I, I, I really do sleep better. Because of that comforter. I got the eucalyptus pillow. If you're looking for a eucalyptus mattress, yeah, you can get that at Sheets and Giggles as well. Super environmentally friendly. No pesticides. No insecticides. 400 thread count. You got the extra deep corners. Really easy to put on the mattress. You know what I'm talking about there. And like I said, eucalyptus mattress, eucalyptus pillow, waterproof eucalyptus mattress, protector, Sheets and Giggles. SheetsGiggles.com. My man Colin, he's the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles. Huge Miami sports fan. So, it, look, we're in we're in bed with the right guy here. He's one of us. So, like I said, Sheets and Giggles, this Aslo family, we are now four of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles, and you're going to be as well. SheetsGiggles.com slash Zazlo. Use my name, Zazlo, on your checkout, and you get 20% off your first order. At Sheets and Giggles. Sheetsgiggles.com. All right, before we get to the heat here, so let me give you a little bit on what's going on with the Panthers. So the Panthers tonight, they're at home against Ottawa. Four games remaining. Ottawa this weekend at Washington, then home against Toronto and Carolina. Very difficult closing schedule. The Panthers have the centers tonight who are pretty much done, okay? Here's what we're looking at standings-wise. The Panthers have the first wildcard spot right now. They're tied in points with the Islanders. But the Panthers currently have the tie breaks. They have one more regulation win than the Islanders. Then you have the Penguins, who are the first team on the outside. They're a point back of both the Panthers and the Islanders. So by the end of tonight, the Panthers could find themselves back on the outside of the playoffs. But they're in a position now because all teams have four games remaining. All three of those teams where the Panthers control their own fate. The Panthers are a very good team at home. And three of these final four games are at home. So, the Panthers, they have Ottawa tonight. Pittsburgh is at home against Minnesota. Now, Minnesota's really good. Okay, and Minnesota, Minnesota still has a chance to get... They could be anywhere from first in their division to a wildcard team. So, Minnesota still has a whole lot to play for. Not that the hockey players sit out or anything like that. That's only an NBA thing. So, Pittsburgh, a must-win game. They're on their home ice against Minnesota tonight. The Islanders. The Islanders are tied in points with the Panthers, but they're technically second wildcard team right now. The Islanders are at home tonight as well. They have Tampa. Now, Tampa, they're pretty much... Lo- There's an outside chance they could jump to number two in the Atlantic... But they're pretty much locked in at number three in the Atlantic. Again, that doesn't mean they're going to take it easy. I'm just telling you the stakes there. So the Islanders are playing a really good Tampa Bay team. Pittsburgh is playing a really good Minnesota team. And the Panthers are at home against Ottawa, who is essentially done. 
They are... Ottawa is not technically done, although by the end of tonight, just looking at it, you know, uh, off the top of my head here, if the Panthers beat Ottawa tonight and the Islanders also win, yeah, then Ottawa is out. Ottawa's done. So tonight could be it for the Senators. The Panthers essentially ended the Sabres season a couple nights ago. Although not mathematically yet, but I do believe mathematically the Panthers can end the Senators' season tonight. So, most importantly though, Panthers, just do your job. Win your games. Now, who's going to be on the ice tonight as far as the Panthers go? You know, there's a team right now that is that, that finally seemed like it was getting healthy. And then Sam Bennett cannot stay on the ice. He's missed the last few games. And Sergei Bobrovsky has missed the last four games. Because of an illness. So, let's see what our pal George Richards here from the morning skate. Let's see what he says if Bobrovsky was out there. Sergei Bobrovsky is not going to be in net tonight. Yeah, George tweets out here, no surprise, but Alex Lyon starts for the Panthers tonight versus Sens. All right, well, look. That may not, like, maybe Bobrovsky is going to be the backup because Alex Lyon has been red hot. Four straight wins, all four of those games that Bobrovsky's been out, and he's been fantastic. So maybe Bobrovsky is going to be ready to be the backup this. <coughs> excuse me, to be the backup this evening. But Alex Lyon essentially deserves to keep going with this streak here. What's going on with Sam Bennett? I don't see anything from George here, so I am not sure. I know they were hopeful that he could be back here tonight. I don't know, but my guess is he's not going to be back here tonight. But Bobrovsky is. Maybe he's the backup, but he's definitely not starting. So that's what we have tonight as far as the Panthers go. That's at 7 o'clock. The Heat now. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash blue wire sports offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash blue wire sports. That's indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire sports terms and conditions apply. Need to hire you need indeed. So There's a lot of playoff implications now. Here's what we got. (coughs) Excuse me. The Heat are in Philadelphia tonight. TNT, like I said, we're going to talk to Jared Greenberg coming up in a few minutes. The Heat at 42 and 37. Seventh in the East. They're essentially locked in, but here's, here's mathematically what we have going on. Brooklyn won last night. Atlanta won last night. They're right behind us. Toronto lost last night. So here's where we're at. Brooklyn has two games remaining. The Heat have three. Atlanta has two. The Heat are the only one of those three teams that are playing tonight. (laughs) The Heat are one win away in their final three from winning the Southeast Division. Which means they would win the tiebreak against Atlanta and Toronto. So if the Heat win... Any of these final three games, they lock in at least number seven because of what I just told you. They would own the tiebreak over Atlanta. If they win the Southeast, that means they're going to finish with a better record. And if they're the Southeast winner, Toronto isn't winning their division. That's the first tiebreak is division champion, okay? If you're talking a two-way tie. So Miami needs to win one of their final three here to be the seventh seed. And the seventh seed we know is important because... Not only do you get two chances to win one game to clinch a playoff spot, but you get two chances at home to win one game to clinch a playoff spot. And the way it stands right now, Miami would host Atlanta in the play-in to get number seven. If they were to lose there, they would then host the winner of Toronto-Chicago to get number eight. You want to avoid number eight, I suppose, because you don't want Milwaukee. 
It's not like number, you know, playing the number two Boston Celtics is some picnic either, all right? The best case scenario would have been to find a way to play Philadelphia, either by the Sixers jumping to number two or by the Heat finding their way to number six so you could play Philly at the three seed. So the Heat are one win away in their final three from clinching number seven and the Southeast Division title. Zaslow, how could they get to number six? We want to play Philly in the first round. Well, the Heat have to go 3-0 in their final three games. The Nets have to go 0-2. And I, I could poo-poo all the-, the Nets all I want, although I don't have anything against the Nets anymore because that imbecile Kyrie Irving's not there now. But I thought this Nets team was going to crash and burn. They had one little rut that they went through, and that was it. So I've been dead wrong about the way the Nets were going to finish this season. But the way for the Heat to wind up jumping up to number six and having what I think is a much more favorable first-round matchup, I think they could beat Philly. Can't trust Philly whatsoever. The only thing on Embiid's mind is the is the MVP. The Heat need to go 3-0 their final three games. The Nets need to go 0-2. It's not going to happen. The Heat, they're at Philadelphia tonight. All right. Philly, I feel like Philly's going to sit Embiid. Get 52 two nights ago. But the same thing for the Heat. The Heat may be in a spot where they may want to sit their guys. Now, Bam and Kyle Lowry are questionable tonight. The Heat may not want to play them because you got the second night of a back-to-back tomorrow in Washington. And if we're going to, you know, play the schedule a little bit here, you need one win in your final three. Do you punt this game at Philadelphia and say, all right, at Washington tomorrow night against Orlando Sunday afternoon... All we need to do is win one of those games. Well, that's if you feel you can't catch Brooklyn at number six. Because if you go 3-0 and and Brooklyn goes 0-2, you get to number six. Okay, so let's look at Brooklyn's schedule here. Brooklyn has Orlando and Philadelphia. Now, if it's not enough that Brooklyn is likely going to beat Orlando at home, that last game of the year against Philadelphia... Philly is more than likely going to be locked into number three by then, and there is no chance Philadelphia plays any of their guys in the final game of the season, which means absolutely nothing. No chance. So, Brooklyn is likely to get at least one, if not both of these games. So, if that's the case, I could see Miami playing the schedule here and saying, you know what? We, we think we can go 3 0. But we don't think Brooklyn's going to go 0-2. So let's be st- smart here. Bam sits tonight. Lowry, who the hell cares? Maybe Jimmy doesn't even play tonight. Back-to-back, they must say, hey, listen, we're going to punt this game tonight. We're going to give ourselves two chances to win one. At Washington, they're terrible. Orlando, Orlando's not terrible, but Orlando's obviously a team you should beat. They lost to Orlando, what, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. So I think that's probably the way this gets played. That's probably what we wind up seeing here. And I wouldn't even fault the Heat if they do that. Because that's not resting guys in the middle of the season. That's, this is just being smart. This is just being realistic. Where, hey, we're not going to be able to get the number six seed. And if we're not going to be able to get the number six seed, let's be cautious with Bam. Hell, maybe we even want to be cautious with Jimmy. We'll sit tonight, Philadelphia. We'll play tomorrow at Washington. Although, do the Heat have to take into account that tonight's a national TV game? We'll ask Jared Greenberg about that because the league finds teams now when they're sitting guys in the national games. Now, Bam is listed as questionable. Lowry, who cares? But if they sit Jimmy when he wasn't on the injury report? uh, I don't know. we'll, We'll talk to Jared about that. We'll figure out what the deal is there. But I... The Heat are the Heat are going to be locked into the seventh seed by the time we get around to Sunday, one way or the other. Either it's because Atlanta lost one of these games or Miami won one of these next two games. So number six, and it's a blown opportunity for Miami. Totally blown opportunity. They had their chance against Brooklyn, and they blew it! So now, you get what you deserve. They're going to wind up being number seven. That's where we're at. All right, so there you have it.
All right, guys, you know, when we I love when we get new sponsors on Zaslow Show 2.0. One of our newest sponsors, of course, are my guys, the Greensteins, Water Cleanup of Florida. I love having them on board because all of us living down here in South Florida know how important it is that if you got a leak or some type of damage to your home, you need to get someone there immediately to fix this up. Leak detection? Yeah, that's what Water Cleanup of Florida specializes in. Immediate assistance when you call or text Water Cleanup of Florida at 954-900-8635. And my favorite part is, not only will you get a hold of them 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, but after the leak has been located and repaired, Water Cleanup of Florida, they're going to clean, dry, and fully restore all the damaged areas. So you don't have to call several different companies to get the job done. Water Cleanup of Florida is one-stop shopping for all of us busy homeowners and busy uh, business owners. Busy business owners. That's right. No need to bring in any extra contractors. They're handling the project from start to finish. Serving the entire Tri-County area, Miami, Broward, Palm Beach counties. You can also visit their website, wcufl.com. Make sure you check out, if you don't want to take my word for it, okay, how about more than 80 five-star reviews on Google? Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. So we got a big one tonight. A lot of implications on the line. The Heat can clinch the Southeast Division this evening. NBA on TNT, Heat Sixers. Jared Greenberg joining us here. Always appreciate you spending time with us here, Jared. So you, of course, are up there in Philly. You got the game tonight, which means a whole lot for Miami. Uh, Well, really, the next three games. Maybe not necessarily tonight for Miami, but these next three games do have a lot on the line for the Heat. They're a win away from clinching the Southeast, which would guarantee them at least number seven. They're probably not going to get number six. What do we know as far as availability tonight? I know BAM is questionable game time. Lowry's questionable game time. What do we know right now? Thanks for having me, man. It kind of feels like we're in Miami right now with this crazy weather in Philadelphia. It's like mid-80s. It's awesome. That's very nice. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, huge, huge game for the Heat. Um, obviously, as you mentioned, it, it's kind of felt like the playoffs the last couple of weeks, and it's going to be no different over the next couple of days. Um, yeah, and, and the injuries, you know, this is kind of uh, what, what's going on with his injury report is a microcosm of the entire season, right? Uh, the, the reason why they're in this position is probably because of all of these injuries they've had. As far as tonight, uh, Bam and, and Lowry, as you mentioned, are both questionable. My guess as we speak now is that they're both going to play. And depending, you know, I I, I would I, I don't think there's any chance Lowry plays tomorrow because, remember, this is the front end of a back-to-back. And Lowry told us last week that the doctors had not cleared him as of last week for back-to-backs. Spo wouldn't go on the record this morning and, and talk about whether that has changed with the doctors yet. Uh, so I would imagine Lowry plays tonight, comes off the bench, limited to about 20 to 25 minutes max, does not play tomorrow. Bam told me specifically, um, he's, he while they're listing him as questionable with the quad injury, it's the hip that's bothering him more. And he was not allowed to do any jumping this morning at shoot-around. So he's going to get some treatment back at the hotel this afternoon. He's going to show up for pregame warm-ups. I think if he's able to jump off of that hip, which he injured in New York, I think he gives it a go. Philly side, Embiid, do we know anything there? Like, Are they all good to go? Yeah, so as of last check, um, they're not listing Embiid even on the injury report. Um, And, you know, the the Heat don't have anything to play for, except they have the ability tonight with a win, the Sixers, that is, to to guarantee that they play Brooklyn. And, you know, let's be honest here, the Philadelphia 76ers would much rather face Brooklyn in a 3-6 matchup than they would allow the Heat. So, if the Heat win tonight, this is massive. They keep the door open for at least one more day for them to crawl up, to, to climb up to the sixth seed. Still a, a, a Herculean task to get up there because the magic number for the Nets is one. Either one Miami loss or one Brooklyn win guarantees Brooklyn that six spot. And that would give them, because of what happened last night in, in Boston, that locked Philly into the three seed. So, you know, Philly would love to throw with a knockout punch tonight and guarantee that they get Brooklyn. I've been wondering, you know, so far today, what the Heat would wind up doing tonight. It sounds to me from what you're saying that they're 
that they're going to be playing tonight, but yeah. it's the first night of a back-to-back. The Heat have to win one out of the final three. They need to win the Southeast and then clinch number seven. They would have Correct. to win all of their final three and Brooklyn lose their final two, which is not likely based on Brooklyn has Orlando and Philadelphia the final day. And you got to figure Philly's not playing anyone if they've locked up number three and they can't go up or down. So I was wondering, Jared, will the Heat decide, you know what? Let's punt tonight. We'll get one of the games, Washington, Orlando over the weekend. But then I also started saying to myself, Jared, I wonder how much you've noticed this year. How much difference has it made that teams – are are being watched as far as sitting guys on the nationally televised games. Have you noticed a difference this year? You know, it's it's so funny you say that. Um, I was just talking to some of my buddies, and, you know, I don't know how many games I've done this year, 25, 30 for TNT, somewhere in that range. And I, I, I can't recall a game where one of the top three players from either side has not, like where we've had basically the top six players from each team, where that where we've had a game where they've all played. It's been absolutely ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're supposed to be more cognizant of it. Um, you know, uh, it's, but but just to get back to your point, though, about Miami, you know, and, and this is happening in the Western Conference, too, where, where teams are like, all right, it's, a, it's you know, the, the bottom line is the Heat cannot risk that come Sunday they are playing for, like you said, the seventh spot. Right now, the Heat are still hold, holding out hope that they can get to six, albeit very difficult to get there. But the worst thing that can happen to the Heat is that they fall to eight. Yep. Right. And again, it's rare. It'd be very hard. The path for them to get there is hard, but it becomes a lot easier if you if you lose tonight. So for Miami, win tonight, get one step closer to avoiding eight, and possibly one step closer to getting up to six. What do you make of the stuff we've heard about the new CBA in regards to players are going to have to play at least 65 games to, you know, be in play for the big awards. Is that a difference maker to you? Does that mean anything? Uh, in terms of like, in terms yeah, of them saying, yeah, well, you know what? I- I'm going to play lots of games because I, I want to be eligible for awards. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that this motivates players to play more. Um, and I also know that the players like to, fault the training staffs and the front offices of teams for holding them out of games. Uh, I know there's a lot of scuttlebutt around the media and the NBA right now that their fear is that starting next year, instead of players sitting out games, we'll see players like we saw Giannis in the all-star game where they, they start the game. uh, They, they get fouled immediately and then they come out of the game just so they can say they played that game. I don't necessarily think that that would happen uh, because I think players are actually more cognizant of their per game averages than they are about playing games. So, you know, a guy like, let's say Embiid, who's trying to get to that 65 game uh, threshold, you know, again, that that if he doesn't score in that game and certainly doesn't score 30 points, let's say that that factors into his situation. But I, I got to be honest, you know, not to open up a can of worms on you here, but, you know, that this this as we're all hearing and it's not been made official comes into play next year. But I'm a voter, right? And it's not only in my subconscious; it's it's in my conscience that that uh, that I, maybe I'm going to apply it to how I vote this year, right? Mm-hmm. And and guys like Jimmy Butler down in Miami are certainly on the line of whether you know you just look at his performance. Is he deserving of an All NBA spot? Absolutely, no question. Jimmy Butler, if if, if it weren't for Jimmy Butler, the Heat would be talking about you know getting Victor Wembanyama in the draft this year. So. Uh, but at the same time, Jimmy Butler has sat out some games that he probably should have played in, and that may cost him some votes. I totally agree with what you're saying about the players being super cognizant of their per-game averages. I think it's why, when there's like a back-to-back, let's say, you know, if Jimmy's going to sit out the first night of a back-to-back, for example, you're telling me at halftime of the first night, Jimmy can't come out and give me 15 minutes in the second half and then play the second night? Well, I really believe the reason he doesn't do that is because, well, you know, if he averages 22 points per game, maybe he only scores 11 in the second half, and now that brings down the averages. I, I think that's a major factor, Jared. Uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm totally with you, too. And that's why I think I've been a big promoter. I had a tweet that that went around the, the basketball world a few months ago that, that I think the biggest thing that the NBA should do is, is kind of get rid of per-game averages 
in terms of uh, yeah. what's significant. Like to Speed me, totals. right? To me, the scoring leader is is not the guy who averages the most amount of points. It's the guy it's the who's guy the scoring leader who scores the most amount of points, right? Like baseball, we don't we don't do you know number of home runs divided by games played. Yeah, we do total home runs, and I don't understand why basketball should be any different. It's a great point. It's a great point. Uh, what do you make of the MVP? You know, number one, are you willing to tell me who you're going to vote for? Number two, what have you made of all the discourse surrounding the MVP this year? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, I love the conversation, and I love that the conversation starts so early in the year because to me, you know, and this goes right to the heart of our conversation about players not playing, um, you know, to me, this conversation brings a little more integrity into the regular season starting in October and November when we begin, you know, maybe the way too early MVP conversation, but, but to talk about it all year long kind of gives us a measuring stick of where guys are in November, where they are in December and so on and so forth. Um, I don't like how negative it's gotten. Um, I just think it's, it's, it's part of our culture, you know, beyond just sports. And that if I say something positive about person a, that, that that's interpreted as you saying something negative about person B and that's not the case. And to be number two or three in the MVP voting uh, is not a bad thing, right? Like that's 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 us saying that you've had a really good year, but we think guy number one has had a better year. Uh, I'm I'm more than comfortable telling you who I would vote for today, and I have my ballot, but I'm not I'm not submitting my ballot till Monday, and I have a lot more. Um, I've still got more games to see, and I've got more thinking to do. So if I were to submit my ballot today, which I'm not doing, I would put Joel Embiid on line one. I think that that he has he just has that dominant factor and he's had those signature games like he had the other night against Boston that you just remember that's part of an MVP resume. But that's not to say that I'm not going to switch my mind between here and Monday, uh, today and Monday, and, and put Jokic back on line one because I think he's it's really, really close. The the Heat have had and you know, pulse of the Heat fan base this year. It's it's been pretty close to a not enjoyable season. It's yeah. it's been a weird season. It's been a rough season, and and everyone is really ready for the playoffs to start. Hoping that we get some type of surprise or excitement in the playoffs. You know, every year, no matter what seed the Heat are, it really seems that they're always a team that everybody's got to point at and say, "Don't want to play them." We know what yeah. that team is capable of. Do you feel that way about them this year? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, talking off the record to people within the Sixer organization, that's what they're saying uh, about possibly matching up with Philadelphia, with Miami in the first round, which is why they'd much rather play Brooklyn. Because because the, the Heat have two two components that, that scare people. Number one, they have veteran experience, right? They've got guys who have A, won championships in Kyle Lowry, and they've got other guys who have been to the NBA Finals and had deep playoff runs like they did last year, right? Like this... This is essentially the same exact Miami Heat team that was the one seed and was really close to going to the NBA Finals last year, right? Yep. And if not for guys forgetting how to score the basketball and all the injuries this year, um, you know, they're they're just as dangerous as they were last year. Number two, the Heat defend, right? Like the, the biggest issue with the Heat tonight, and we're going to see it against the Sixers, is can they score? And when you have a veteran team that has playoff experience and can defend multiple positions like the Miami Heat can, that's why they're as dangerous. And that's why a team like like Philadelphia wants to do everything in their power to throw the knockout punch tonight to make sure that they face Brooklyn in the first round. Which do you have more confidence in making it out of the Western Conference? One of the top three, Denver, Memphis, Sacramento, or one of the bottom three, Phoenix, LA Clippers, Golden State? Oh, one of the bottom three, no, no doubt. More confidence there, absolutely. Uh, and it, and it goes to exactly what I'm saying about Miami in terms of the experience. Um, you know, I, I love Sacramento; they're a great story, and I can't wait for the the country to see their home court advantage and how cool their fan base is. It really is like a college town in a way; like it's the only pro team in town, and and those fans have been through absolute misery for the last almost two decades. Um, so they're ready to go, and that's going to be a fun atmosphere. But the Kings, they have zero playoff experience, Sands, Harrison, Barnes, and they have no defense. They don't play defense. So the the two things that we're talking about with the Heat, Sacramento doesn't have. Um, I just Memphis has a bunch of injuries right now to Stephen Adams and Brandon Clark, and I, I I just to me I'm just not in love with Memphis right now. And Denver, 
I don't know. Like they, sh- it, it, it's the weirdest one seed I've ever seen. Where we're, they're the one seed, they're the clear front runner in the Western Conference. We just have no confidence in them. Like if you put them up against Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul, I'm, I'm taking Phoenix ten times out of ten times. And I just think I, I think the Clippers, you know, if they get Paul George back, and that's a big if, you know, they're as dangerous too. But the, I, I don't love the Clippers because they they just have not put any. They, they don't put any value in the regular season, and that's going to cost them in the playoffs. And the Warriors, the Warriors, right? Like, man, they they get Andrew Wiggins back, which they're about to uh, tomorrow night. They're going to be a really good, dangerous team in the playoffs. Has there ever been another year where someone can ask you a question like that? Where you know what? I would, and you could answer like that. Legitimately, have so much more confidence in four through six representing the conference than one through three. I can never remember a year like this. No, I, I, I can't either. And you know, it, it speaks to how teams treat the regular season, like yeah. the Clippers. It, it speaks to um, so much youth being depended on. And and it, it and it speaks to injuries. There, there's, there's been a ton of injuries this year. I'll leave you here with this one last question here, and you know, pertains essentially to tonight's game, Philadelphia. Um, is this the year that Embiid gets out of the second round? Because if they get out of the first round, they're still probably facing Boston. Who, I mean, I understand what happened a couple of nights ago, but Boston's owned them. Boston has owned them, and you know, for as bad as Boston has looked in stretches this year. I still think they're the most complete team in the East. And you're right. We were just talking about this in our production meeting, getting ready for tonight's game on TNT. Whether Joel Embiid wins MVP or not, this is still going to be the case. But if he, especially if he wins MVP, and listen, I'm the first one to argue it's a regular season award. What you've done in previous years doesn't matter. What you do in this postseason doesn't matter because we can't vote on that. But the pressure on Embiid is so freaking massive. He's never been out of the second round of the playoffs. And this is arguably the best complement of players he's had around him. And there's no more excuses. There's no more. And it doesn't matter if there's more injuries, because if there are, guess what? That's that's just your story. There's always wrong injuries at the wrong time for this team. And at this point, it doesn't matter. And, and you're right. I, I don't think they get past Boston. They needed Embiid to score 52 points to win by two at home against Boston, who didn't have, in my estimation, their best defensive player in Robert Williams and their second best uh, offensive option and their best two-way player in Jalen Brown. Win by two, needing more than half your points coming from your big man, and they're without two of their best players, and you won by two at home? I think Boston beats them up pretty bad in the playoffs. I agree. How do you like me get, get getting you out of here without a Kyrie Irving question? Have you done an what? interview? Have you done a spot this year without a Kyrie Irving question, Jared? I tell you what, man, I'm I'm gonna have flashbacks on this year because I think you remember I was on like the Kyrie Irving beat for a while. I just kept on coincidentally being assigned to net games when everything that po- could possibly go weird and sideways with Kyrie happened. So um, it feels good not to talk about Kyrie. There you go. There you go, Jared. Thanks a lot for joining us. Have Got fun it, tonight. I appreciate it. Yeah, it'll be a good atmosphere tonight in Philly. Thanks a lot, man. All right. Like we said there, tonight, Heat, Sixers, and every guest on Zaslo Show 2.0 is always brought to us by the official beer of Zaslo Show 2.0. You know I'm talking about Johnny Cuba. Johnny Cuba, lifestyle brand, European roots with a Caribbean soul, refreshing German lager in a can. You're looking to enjoy, maybe you got the dual TV action, Heat game, Panther game, six-pack of Johnny Cuba. Go pick up a six-pack right now at your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas, and you always got to drink responsibly. Everybody knows that. Make sure when you're cracking open that can of Johnny tonight in front of the Heat game, in front of the Panther game, you take a picture or take maybe a short little video. You send it to me on Instagram. I'm an influencer at J. I love posting that up there. My man Juan from Johnny Cuba. He loves seeing you guys crack open a Johnny for the very first time. And of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Yes, big deal or not a big deal. Hey. If you're dealing with water, mold, or fire damage in your home or business, is that a big deal? I don't know. Maybe it's not a big deal. I don't know. But Water Cleanup of Florida, they're going to tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Call or text 954-900-8635. You go to WCUFL.com. 
licensed general contractor, providing all the one-stop shopping that us busy homeowners and business owners require. Find out if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Water cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Big deal or not a big deal. So how about this yesterday on the Carton Show on FS1? Craig Carton, he had Tim Hardaway, Tim Hardaway Sr., Miami Heat legend, was on the show. And they asked him about what's gone wrong on his son's team, the Dallas Mavericks. They missing a leader. They missing a leader out there. Uh, Luke is not a leader. Kyrie is not a leader. Jalen Brunson was a leader. So let me ask this. What's the difference between being a great player, because Luke is a great player, Kyrie's a great player, and being a leader? A leader goes out there and he tells your your team and gives your team confidence. He talks to your team. He makes sure that your team uh, is actually doing what they're supposed to do and going. Can a role player be that guy or not? A role player can be that guy, but I'm going to also tell you this. Uh, A leader shows by example, too. You know, by playing defense, by by, st- by uh, when he when he says something, he does it also. Got and that's that's what a leader is. And um, like I said, those two guys are not leaders. They're 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 complimentary, dominant, great basketball Great scores, for great sure. scores. I, I think it's a big deal. I don't think it's a big deal because I disagree. Although I, I don't know really about Luca. We've seen Kyrie Irving, not a leader. He is poison to any team he's on. That's why the Mavericks right now have, I think it's the fifth worst record in the league since they traded for Kyrie Irving. He is a poison that they have self-inflicted into their locker room. But it's a big deal because, man, like, if, if I'm Tim Hardaway Jr., I don't want my dad going on national television talking about my team, unless he's an analyst. Like, unless he's got a full-time job. And maybe that's what Tim is angling for again right now but he's not right now he's not a full-time analyst so it's a big deal that can only cause problems for tim hardaway jr big deal or not a big deal all right how about phil neville manager for inter miami inter miami's lost four games in a row after winning their first two games leo campana has yet to make an appearance so far this season he's going to be making his debut this saturday night dry pick stadium against dallas as inter miami looks to snap a four-game losing skid that's a big deal. He was a great find for them last year. Super cheap as well. They can certainly add. They can certainly use the goal scoring. That's a big deal. Leo Campana looking like he's going to make his debut this Saturday night for Inter Miami. Big deal or not a big deal? So Tyreek Hill, he was on the radio in KC, I believe. I think it was on Sports Radio 810 or yesterday in Kansas City. And he mentioned how much longer he plans on playing football. This is what, year eight for you? Year eight, baby. Year eight. How many more years do you think you can play? I'm or going, do you want to play? I'm going for 10, man. I'm going to finish out this contract with the Dolphins, man. And then I'm going to call it quits. You know, I want to I want to go into the business side, you know. Um, you want to be in the coaching too, right? Yeah. But not for long, though. Like, I want like, to do so many things in my life, bro. You want to come back and help help us coach me and Gary coach high school football? Can I bring my boys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring, I will bring the uh, little cheetahs, little soul runners. So, hey, listen. So, now we got – I mean, we're we making a, team, a good, buddy. strong – Strong push for a really, really well-coached team. we got to travel the world, though, bro. Soul Runner, can Soul Runner sponsor us? Yeah. What's your number one after-football business idea or kind of goal after-football? So I, I really want to get into, like, gaming space. Like, I really want to get huge in that. And that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm using my platform, um, creating the gaming team, um, which isn't lunch yet. It should lunch by the end of this month. Okay, to me, this is not a big deal. And I know you might be saying, Zazlo, this is nothing to be alarmed by, all right? He just told us he's going to play three more years. So if the Dolphin fan would have been told when they made the Tyreek Hill trade, hey, you're going to get four years of Tyreek Hill's prime. How do you feel about that? Come on. That's a good thing, all right? This is not a big deal. This still gives the Dolphins three more years of a window to win a Super Bowl. It's also why the Dolphins likely knew this. And it's why picking up Tua's fifth-year option, so Tua's at least two of those three years, picking up Tua's fifth-year option was a no-brainer. The time to win is right now. The window is open right now. These windows don't last for very long. And so with that said, these windows are small. You get four prime Tyree Kill years. That's nothing to be alarmed by. This is not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. AEW Dynamite was last night. And AEW owner, Tony Khan, made a 
huge announcement that AEW's next pay-per-view, All In, it's on May 5th, it is going to take place, Wembley Stadium, that's right, AEW, I believe their first show overseas, and it's going to be their first, like, large show, 80,000 people, I believe is what you could see there for a pro wrestling show at Wembley Stadium. That's a massive deal. Can AEW, which draws good crowds, can they get? Can they pack Wembley Stadium for All In? That's a big deal. Finally, big deal or not a big deal? Kevin Durant, you know he's got that that podcast, the Boardroom or the Etceteras. I don't know which one it is. All right, but here's Kevin Durant yesterday talking about the difference in eras when it comes to physicality. I watch a lot of that. Those 90s film, that 90s film, 80s stuff, and they play physical, but I just think they got away with a lot of flagrant fouls, and I think that's <laughs> that's why they call their era more physical than ours, because guys, are, we play physical here, too. There's more space, but guys play physical. We got strong, athletic guys here, too, but I watched some of those games. The paint was clear. Nobody was getting touched. It wasn't a lot of help defense, but you did get a lot of flagrant fouls that weren't didn't result into fines with getting kicked out the game, so it just seemed like, you know, it was a little tough. Yeah, this is not a big deal because he's right. The game, you know, when when older players or media or even fans, when they talk about the game was more physical back in the 80s and in the 90s, yes, it was more physical, but that doesn't mean the defense was better. It was more physical back then because they were allowed to be more physical. You even got the hand checking, all of it. They were, and what's called a flagrant foul now today would never have been a flagrant foul back then. He's 100% right. But don't confuse more physical, which it was, to better defense. Because the defense is much better today. It's so much more sophisticated. The athletes are so much more physically gifted. And just consider with no hand checking and all those rules to help the offense, the defense can't do any of that stuff now. And they still can defend the way they defend. The defense is so much better today. You go back and watch old 80s and some 90s games too. Like you said there, lane's wide open. It, The defense is not even remotely as good. The physicality was more. But don't confuse physicality with good defense. So that's not a big deal. And that right there is another addition. A big deal or not a big deal. If you got a leak in your home, find out if that's a big deal or not a big deal. Water cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. All right. Huge night tonight. Heat, again, we gave you the scenarios there. Panthers, got to win this one tonight. Can we get a double dip tonight? I don't want that double dick punch. That's the worst. Can we start the show tomorrow morning feeling good about it being Friday and because we got a double dip the night before. I don't know. I can't tell the future. We'll see. Thanks to everybody who helped make the show really easy today. All your hard work. Super appreciated. I love it. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, and right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies, 
for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry, they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.